He consistently takes runs at dude. Like, game seven, he cross-checked Ryan Suter from behind into the post. No call. Could have, you know, could have got suspended for maybe two games or something, one game. He just continues to get away from it because he doesn't have these huge open ice hits like Tom Wilson because he doesn't have the ability and the hockey sense and the skating to be able to get into those places to cause that damage. But 100%, if he was able to do that, like everything he does is in the corners, elbows, hits to the head along the boards, shit in front of the net. And it's just like, because that's the only place he can actually catch up to somebody. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Hoser's Panel. I am one of your hosts, T. Croaks, Tyler Croakman, and I'm here with two of my buddies, Taylor Finley and Mike Potter, Potstickers himself. We are here for another playoff edition of Hoser's Panel. We're on episode 24 this week, and it's a, it's another slobber knocker, boys. We got kerfuffles all over the place out there. First and foremost, how you doing, guys? How was your week? How you doing, Mike? Doing good, dude. Uh... Matt, playoffs are going good. Toronto's still choking, and uh, we got a couple of good games tonight. Yeah, it's getting interesting around every corner. Hey, Teddy, how about you? Man, uh, this week was nuts. There's so much to talk about, so much going on. Uh, I love, I, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I kind of love the fact that there's like a series still in round one, and then like two or three series going off in round two. Like, why not? Like, teams are ready. They don't need the rest. Yeah. Like, just fucking get them going, right? Why wait? Obviously, the scheduling has to do with it, but, like, I, I love it. It's great. Mm-hmm. It seems, it's, it's a good point. It seems like a bit of a, like, cheaper way to do it, but at the same time, I mean, it might be a little less comfortable for the players, but, I mean, yeah. I, over time, I bet they'd all get used to it. We'd all forget how it was before, and I like it, too, to be honest. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need the... I don't understand the need for the necessary wait. Like, there's just... There's two teams waiting to go. Might as well just get them going especially if that series takes a long time everything will just just level out and get all back into track and especially in these very <laughs> special circumstances what what did i say oh no it's just me no, my english is my... fucking horrible so far oh okay sorry i missed it um yeah you know global pandemic i just think if the very very special circumstances like if you're gonna start early start early man it's no big deal yeah. this year um totally. absolutely uh, so I what's like our fr- kind of sorry Go sorry ahead. I just no, I, I feel like you, you kind of saw emotion from Vegas in the Minnesota game like carry through to the to the Colorado game or maybe not so much and they didn't have a ton of time to like debrief the first series kind of maybe shot him in the foot maybe we can start there but big seven one victory for the Avs last night in game one so yeah why definitely not definitely wasn't well, expecting a blowout right. No, I don't. I'm not so. like that. Fuck. I thought mm-hmm. maybe four or something. I didn't think seven. Yeah. And you know what? Too. What did you guys think when that McKinnon six-one goal went in at the end of the second? Oh. Dude, he was uh, like, it was like the defender wasn't even there. The guy was just a pylon. He looked like an Adam defender. <laughs> yeah. Like McKinnon's Absolutely. wheels were incredible. It's. I want to say McDavid. Okay, that looks very McDavid. Like, yeah. I don't want to call it that because it's that's very that's McKinnon, but that look. It just looked like a McDavid move because I when I saw him cutting the net, I was like, "What's he gonna do?" And the little the quick cut like chop cheddar yeah. chip. I was like, "Oh, you dirty dog!" Like, that is so well done. And um, yeah, it just like he's he studies the game just like all the best do, and you can you can tell he's he's mastered that. And like he's got so much in him, and the way he blows by those defenders disgusting that's another mcdavid-esque one it's like like no one can skate like that yeah dude that was remarkable but i gotta say right then uh my point was i I thought the game would get ugly 
It didn't yeah. look good, you know what I mean? I think before we get into all this, we should do finish up on round one. Let yep. see, see how we did on our picks. Uh, and then we'll dive in, because I think at least I got a lot of things to say about Vegas yeah. and everything. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, Give you a minute there. But yeah, since last we recorded, basically every series is finished. Um, Carolina finished Nashville in four straight overtimes, uh, four straight games going to overtime, Crazy. which is a new NHL record. Um, incredible series that I don't think a lot of people thought was going to be close, but man, every game was great. Um, yeah. Both teams had tons of fans in the stands and the, the atmospheres everywhere was great. And basically the, the, the players gave the fans exactly what they wanted to see, which is tons of overtime. Um, Minnesota came back. They forced a game seven, but uh, they just had they had nothing in game seven. Uh, pretty boring game seven. Vegas won 6-2. Yeah, um, I think that was just Vegas finally showing what Vegas can do and showing that they aren't uh, the same team that Minnesota is. Minnesota's got a good future, but they don't have the, the center superstar and, and center depth that uh, a team needs to, to go far in the playoffs. And then as we're recording right now, it's it's Monday afternoon. Um, so game seven, Leafs-Canadians is tonight. Uh, so we'll be giving our predictions for that. But um, <clears throat> as of right now, in the seven series that have finished, uh, Tay got five right, two wrong. What? Not, not bad. Yeah, oh, Panthers. Not, not Panthers. games, though. No. Okay. No. Five, no, five, no, five series correct. Let's, yeah. Okay. 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 Panthers and Oilers were the uh, the two wrong ones there. Yeah. And then you fair. have the you have the Leafs in four. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tie three wins, four losses. Ah. Uh, but two of the series he got right also nailed, nailed the games. It. Oh, dirty. Yeah, Bolts in six, Avs in four, also had Vegas in four. And he's got the Leafs in five. Yep. And then I went one, two, three. I had five wins and two losses as well. Got one series correct in games. And I have the Leafs in seven. With Tavares, that would have been five. I'm, yeah. just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So if the Leafs win tonight, I get six and I get the series correct. Uh, but we all, all have the Leafs right now. I don't know if that's going to change in our predictions. Um,. Uh, it's gonna change for me. Yeah. Go Habs. Go Habs. Want want to give Game Seven predictions right now? Sure. Let's get into it. For tonight. Three. Yeah. So yeah, Lisa without Jake Muzzin. Uh, he's out three weeks. They announced oh, that could either be news. one game or it could be a round and a half, depending on tonight's uh, results. But uh, the schedule has been released already for whoever wins when they play Winnipeg. There is still a doubleheader in between games three and four, back-to-back nights. Uh, basically just trying to get Canada back up to, to speed with the, the U.S. divisions, which that's the only point I don't understand with starting the playoffs early. Like, if you want to get them all back on the same page, why start round two and then make Canada speed up again? Yeah. Like, why not just wait until, like, a Tuesday to start all of them? Um, so that's my only, like, weird thing about it, but I still get it. Like, every team's rested, and it's really only Vegas that have to play, like, without an actual break. Yeah. Uh, but you have the Habs. What do you got? What's the score? Uh, I'm going to say 3-2 overtime. Overtime? Oh, man. Yeah. Toronto is not happy with that. No. <laughs> um, man, this is tough. Uh, they got to be doing it. they got to be in the right mindset. And I, it's got to be so hard. And any of these Canadian teams, but 
I cannot, I can't even fucking imagine how hard it must be to be a Maple Leaf in a situation like this. And it gets worse every time, so... I don't know. I, I want to leave so bad, but I really think it's going to be the Habs just crush them like 5-3 five, five, or 5-2. I'll go with 5-3. I think they'll nice. just pull ahead and crush their spirits. And Carey Price, man, is, is playoff price right now. I'm not yeah. always a fan, but I'm never a fan. But I've got to say I've been pretty impressed with him this year. So Yeah. He's yeah. a completely different animal in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I'm really seeing that. I saw that helmet beginning of the year. I was like, you're, you're right. <laughs> Smell you later, buddy. Good try. And I'm like, all right, eat my words. You're going to stop the Leafs, and and then you're going to have a really It's going to be a battle next next uh, next round against Winnipeg, if so. So we'll see. But I, I got them 5-3. What do you got, Potts? I don't know. I, like, I keep I, basically the same thing. Like, I really want to believe the Leafs can do this. I just don't think they can. Uh, I think I'm it's gonna, history. I'm gonna take the Habs two one. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. I think it's gonna be a good game. I I almost think it might be the same as Vegas Minnesota, where Minnesota comes back, and and we're like, oh, we're all taking Minnesota. Like Minnesota's probably got this, and then they come up with nothing. Yeah. I think I think the Habs have played a little bit better than Minnesota did in their series, and I put a bit more of a fight when it's still three three, but. Man, it's it's game seven. I I think the Habs could come out and do this. Cole Caulfield game winner. You know nice. what? Too I I said earlier in the year that um, the only team I think wouldn't wouldn't benefit from having fans in the crowd was probably Toronto because mm-hmm. I bet you they'd be two in their heads and the misses of the net would be way worse than when there's no one there and like all these things would just add up. And I think in the same thing right now. Like now they're game seven at home. Got you know three thousand fans in the crowd. Probably got the paper bags in their pockets just uh, in case. Five hundred and fifty fans. What? Oh, there we go. Yeah, all Gross. all free. It was, was kind of good on the lease. They gave. Oh, I did see that. Was yeah. that from the from the mayor or something? It was five hundred. Ford? I thought it was that fucking goof. No, he allowed it, but like uh, um, MLSE paid for all five hundred and fifty um, fully vaccinated healthcare workers to come watch the game. Oh, um, that's kind of dope. So yeah, the the company or the lease basically paid for them to come here. And watch the game, or come there. I'm not here. Um, and then Scotiabank is giving them all a jersey. So kind of well, cool. That's awesome. But that that's way better. That's even better for them. Because like yeah. honestly, I don't think the masses help them. I don't think the eyes help them right now. I think you should focus on hockey. And I think that's literally impossible as a yeah. Toronto Maple Leaf. Hundred percent. So yeah, that's why I just don't think they can do it. If it wasn't Game Seven, I'd be on their side. But Game yeah. Seven, and what happened? It's very crazy. And anyone else, I think they have a good shot. If it, maybe not Matthews, but this is yeah. like, yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I think Luis. like, Mike, I I agree with your points in the sense that like Toronto is very much Toronto Montreal is very much like the Vegas Minnesota series. Like obviously one team's much more talented than the other. Um, I think the the big difference between those two series and and why I think I'm going with the Habs in this series or in this game, I guess, is is because of um, well, the immaturity in the Leafs locker room, like obviously Jumbo and all that, but like really the guys that you need to perform are Marner's, Marner, Matthews, fuck, I did it again. Um, Marner's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need those two guys to step up and put the puck in the net, right? And and they just haven't shown that they can do it at this stage of the, the playoffs. They, they've looked pretty horrible um, all, set, all six games before. And... Um, with Vegas, you got you got guys like Stone, Pacioretty, fucking 
uh, Carlson Smith, Marcia's O line was going like it just everybody Petrangelo, like everybody was uh, like up to the task, right? Um, even Marc Andre Fleury, like the vet that he is, like been around, like he's 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 not on the same playing level as Jack Campbell. Um, and then Montreal, man, like you got a stud in net. Obviously, sometimes we don't really like him, but Carey Price is is a whole different beast right now. Um, and then yeah, you got guys like Tatar and like Gallagher and like um, fucking Dino who really haven't done anything offensively yet and they're still in this series. You got your young guys shelling out and you you got the, the fucking shutdown lines ready to go. I, I like it. I like the Habs to kind of pull the upset here and uh, unless Marner and Matthews kind of fucking like, finally explode and they figure it out offensively there, I, I really don't see how they can come away with this. The only factor I think maybe that might play into it is if Johnny T comes back and he plays he's not but playing he's already out he's not yeah okay well, he skated go. this morning but uh, yeah he just came out he's not playing tonight which is probably good for his health i you won't you yeah, don't want to definitely. rush that back this like is that. another another sorry another prime example of the fucking media and the leafs like what they, what do they post like like i thought i was geeking out about the various thing and getting too emotional and into it and they're posting like Six things on TSN a day. It's like he walked into the door of the arena today. Yeah. And it's like a picture of him with a coffee, like going to see. And then it's like the next one's like he was he was sitting watching the game. It's like I don't know shit. And it's literally the only thing I saw. And then it's like Andre Biescu, French Open. And it's like oh, it's like back to Tavares. Like everything was was yeah. just this guy. And I mean, there's way too many eyes, dude. The guy was like flying knee fucked and then fell over like in front of everyone. Very messy scene. Went to the hospital. Big public, like, give them a goddamn week. Can we, yeah, like, right? Maybe a few days. It's actually very unhealthy. Like, I bet you that guy wanted to play for Toronto his whole life. And then, like, sorry. And then <laughs> and then he gets there, and, like, it's obviously not perfect. But I, I really hope the media doesn't ruin ruin this shit. Because there's got to be a, a point where they can tone it down. It's not like that anywhere else. So no one else has to deal yeah. with it. But it's, like, very unhealthy there. And, like, when they already got their own problems, I feel very bad for... For Leafs. I thought this is their year, and, like, like, they all did, and, like, this is brutal, man. And I just, like, I don't know. I want to leave them alone. Leave Brittany alone. Okay, <laughs> ne- next one. <laughs> that's all I got to say uh, about I, that. Can I piggyback on that? I would Please. just say, like, that's a big reason why NHL fans hate the Leafs. Like, you either fucking love the Leafs, or you hate them. And when you hate them, you love watching them lose. And, like, all these, like, Telecasters or whatever, they're just, like, dogpile on top of like broadcasting about the Leafs oh Wayne Simmons had a large copy this morning or like fucking Joe Thornton was in the arena for an extra hour like passing the puck like who cares like nobody cares nobody but Leafs fans care and unfortunately the majority of fans in Canada well like the majority of active fans are Leafs fans so they're gonna gravitate towards that it's it's such a wide pool that half these reporters know they can twist it and clickbait half of them and like it's just a big jumble mess of shit, and like they just need anything they can to make a story. There's like eighty of them a night making a story about this shit, like that are in the arena, almost in the room with these guys. Like, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. Man. That's that's the thing, right? It's like they gotta fix that. Yeah, it's like I don't hate anybody on the Leafs. Like I no. love William Nylander. I think he's awesome. And if they um, won tonight, I'd be ecstatic. I would be ecstatic. Pardon me. Go ahead. And like I don't hate the way they play. I like most of their players. Like none of them are dude, bad dudes. But there's nothing that makes me more happy than watching them lose. <laughs> it's all because yeah. of the media coverage. It's yeah. like they just slobber over them, basically. Anything they mm-hmm. do, like 
Austin Matthews scores a goal in a game, and there was a gazillion different things about how he's like incredible and like the best player and he's back and yeah, all this he's shit back, baby it's and like, it's like okay heck? yeah he he's scored one goal he's making 11 and a half million dollars he's gonna be a goal scorer that's yeah it's, it's what he's good at yeah or he's gone basically <laughs> yeah it's tough my mom's a leaf fan she grew up in toronto and <laughs> i don't have the heart to tell her that i'm not a huge leafs fan so every time i like talk to her about hockey i'm like yeah they, they look good like and it's true they've got such good players like Johnny T is incredible. He was like the standalone in the in uh, on Long Island for so long, and now he's on a team where he's got so much help, and they should be so good. But I think yeah, like the media pressure, and honestly, just like the fan pressure is way too much. So yeah, but uh, another one about dude, man. I lived there from like age two to eight, and it's like impossible to not get sucked in. To like Leafs Nation when you're there, you're growing up. Everyone's got a mini stick. Everyone's trading them. Everyone's obsessed. They're never good, and everyone like yeah. loves it. You know what I mean? I was Matt Sundin, Thomas Caverly. Like that's where I grew yeah. up on. And I, as an eight year old, I remember giving up on them. And then like came here and saw Yugi and Kipper. But yeah, I don't know. It's just like it's that is so deep. I really I hope so. I can hope I hope they can do it for that because I I feel for those people. Like it's been a fucking long time, and all the eyes are on them, and probably no one's harder on them than them. Sorry, no one's harder on them than themselves. Yeah, so, yeah. so like I don't know. Give them one. Give them one fucking game seven, and then see what they do with Winnipeg. But and you know, obviously we're hoping for Tavares. But yeah, I don't know. I hope they can do it. I don't think they can. We got uh, our buddy Josh sent us a message. He's a part of a a Sens and Leafs uh, group uh, on I think it's on Facebook, and uh, there is a post on by a guy named Peter Shields last night. He says, "So I was underplaying last night, so I had to keep it low." I actually suffered a small heart attack last night. This was game six. Uh, wife came in after OT and ended up calling an ambulance. Good news they came, assessed me, and said I was okay. But the bad news, which might, made me kind of chuckle, was this was their ninth call over a Leaf-related heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Leafs are going to kill someone if they don't win Monday. So just in case, it's been an honor knowing all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's brutal. Do you got the reply? I did. Josh just replied, I guess this dude is a good dude, so he's saying hope you're okay, man. Uh you're one of the few leafers without their heads without their heads in the clouds around here. Uh respect you for that. Take it easy. That's classy Lou. Yeah, and then Peter replies, I truly believe in my heart, no pun intended, uh, we can make this happen tomorrow. We are the better team. We just need to play a full sixty minutes of hockey. I promise my wife and my boss. Uh, that I would take every precaution necessary not to croak on Monday. Aspirin will be taken. I'll be drinking water or iced tea. Probably best not to eat anything. Here's hoping. Preparing for the worst, but hoping for the best. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Louis, Louis, with, Louis so with the heart emoji. It was yeah. so, so funny, man. And that's just, yeah, the Canadians coming together for that one. So, yeah, you know, we're all rooting deep yeah. down. A These fans, months. heavy breaths, please. It's just a, it's just a hockey game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Always next and year. I'm pretty sure this is going to go in one out ear and uh, in one ear out the other as soon as the puck drops. But, you know, yeah. always, yeah, always next year. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That was, that was good. Um, should we end that there? What's next? I think we just jump right into our round two predictions. Hell yeah. yeah. Love it. We can start with the Canadian division. So... Uh, we'll do one if Toronto wins and if one if Montreal wins. Uh, I don't know who wants to take this away, but uh, I can start, man. I think in a, if a, if that's okay, I think in a yeah. battle of goaltenders, um, if it's uh, Montreal, pardon me, 
I think, man, that's a wicked series. I think they both are, but that one's like depth versus depth, goalie versus goalie. Like, that's a nice one, and it's going to, yeah, that'll be too crazy. Oh, I don't know. Is there anyone in Winnipeg yet in the barn? No. uh, Montreal was that first one with the 2,500. Yeah, but they got someone in there, and it it looked like it helped. That's for sure. So, yeah, I don't know. In that one, I would say uh, Winnipeg in... I really believe in Hellebuck, man. That guy's gross. Uh, I would say Hellebuck in... <laughs> Hellebuck in five. <laughs> Hellebuck in... I was going to say five. I'm going to go six. I'm going to go six. Because price is price. Giddy. But yeah, um, and if it's... Sorry, I guess Toronto too. Sorry, if it's Toronto, yeah. I'm saying... Toronto in seven. <laughs> they just keep the streak going. They just nice. play 100 games. Okay, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say, like, I think if it's... Winnipeg, Montreal. Montreal's probably going to do a lot of the things they just did against Toronto. Toronto doesn't have the greatest depth, but they have the high-end talent, which is the exact same as Winnipeg. Not the greatest defense. Uh, the only thing different from Montreal is they got to score on a better goalie uh, in Connor Hellebuck. So I think if it's Montreal, I think it's probably pretty similar to their game plan as of right now. Um, if Montreal wins, I'm going to take the Habs in 7 and if the Leafs win, I think it's just an offensive powerhouse. I think they really need Jack Campbell to play well. Because, um, like I said, they're basically the same team almost. Just a better goalie in Winnipeg. Um, and I'll take the Leafs in seven as well. Sweet. Mm. I'll take the Habs or Leafs in seven. Interesting. Uh, Connor Hellebuck is the second best goaltender in the playoffs so far. Vass is ahead of him. With three more games played, so after round one, Hellebuck uh, was definitely the best goalie uh, in the playoffs thus far. He's got a 7.5 goal saved above expected. That's nuts, man. Like That means seven goals should have gone in, essentially, um, and he found a way to keep them out. I think, honestly, I think he's the X factor here uh, for both series. Uh, no no uh, hard feelings to Carey Bryant, not that he's fucking listening, but Carey Price... Uh, obviously he's a, he's a good goalie, but fuck. Um, yeah, I just think, I think no matter what, whether it's Montreal or, or Toronto that comes out of this, uh, first round series, I think, I think Winnipeg takes it. I think if it's the Habs, I'm going to go Jets in six. And if it's the Leafs, I'll go Jets in seven. Um, but I, I honestly like, yeah, first of all, uh, Winnipeg's offense will find a way to beat Jack Campbell, like, anyway. The the Habs' offense is much worse, I would say, and they're in, going to Game 7. Um, and then, yeah, just the, the uh, offensive star power that the Habs or the Jets have over the Habs, I think, will be the difference maker. Yeah, yeah the Jets' defense is not great, but honestly, we've been underrating them all the, all year. And they gotten them to this point thus far, right? They shut down McDavid and Dreisaitl. Not that it's that's super easy to or not super hard to do. The depth on the Oilers wasn't wasn't great, isn't great, but they still shut down probably arguably one of the better duos in the league. So, I got yeah. uh, I got a crazy stat for you. This might be one of my best. Um, so teams that sweep their first round matchup versus a team that goes seven in their first round matchup. Have never won since uh, 2000. Well, Jets are gonna make that that different. And they've only won one time 
in the first round. Oh, sorry. That's anytime. Anytime a team that sweeps versus a team that plays seven in the following series, they've never won uh, since the, the calendar moved over to the 2000s. If it's a first-round matchup, it's only ever happened once since the first round switches to seven games. It used to be five games. But since the move to seven, it's huh. happened one time, and that was in 1999. 99. Damn. So I guess the... Uh, was it the Jets? It was not the Jets. Oh. Damn. The Jets in the league at that time? Uh, no. Good question. Uh, yeah. 99? I was, I was jumping on his back right there. I don't know when the no, Jets moved to Arizona. They, I think Thrash? like 96. Six ninety-seven. Yeah. Okay. So they were in the league. Maybe. Damn. Oh, close. Anyways, I don't know. I just probably fucked myself there. But what's the next hey, uh, series? Uh, we can do the one that started first. Started Saturday. So all of these predictions for the American divisions, we did them all before the series started. So there's no tamper in there. Oh no, not this one. <laughs> no, not I was that one. Not yet. Stoked <laughs> about this one, but no. Uh, the Bruins play against the Islanders. Uh, game one already happened. The Bruins looked pretty well, pretty good in the first series or the first game. Um, yeah. Came to play, I think it was 5 2. Um, five, yeah, 5 2. Taylor Hall, empty netter. Pasternak with a hattie. Um, oh, dude, they look so good. Yeah, I, I have the Bruins in six. I think the Islanders always seem to, you know, come out of nowhere in the first round and, and win their first round matchup because their, their defense and, and everything, they have a lot of time to prep and everything. Um, but they seem to kind of falter out against like the best of the best teams and i think i think the bruins will take this not easily but i think if they if they keep playing to the way they play uh i think bruins are gonna do fairly well in the series i got them in six um man i can't i, I think i had bruins in six as well i can't remember exactly yeah but um Okay, Rask looks great. Home home barn, buzzing as always. Uh, Hall fitting in great. And, dude, that first unit, first power play unit, that is so deadly. Like, uh, I've said earlier in the, in the year, these guys, like, these guys are the most one of the most resilient teams in the NHL. They, like, never say die. They don't care if you're playing a defensive game. Like, they'll play it right with you. They're great players, adapt, and they can do that. So... Yeah, I don't know. I think they, I think they take it in six. I'll give them a couple because they got some young stars and they have a good system, the Islanders. But I don't. I think that the Boston Bruins are just much better. Fair. I uh, I did not say Boston. I said the Islanders in six. Um, yeah, after game one, it's it's tough. I I don't love my my prediction. At the same time. Um, they were pretty close. Like, through the first two periods, like, shots were fairly even. Um, it was tied 2-2. So they they kind of kept up with them. Uh, the Islanders did, actually. Um, they, they scored first, too, which was, was cool to see. But I don't know. I just think um, my, my reasoning was, uh, yeah, defensively, they, they know how to shut teams down. Obviously, they shut down Sid and, and Malkin. Obviously, it, they are getting a little bit older and the firepower is not the same, but, um, I don't know. I think, I think if, uh, Sorokin or Varlamov, whoever they go to in game two, they've got two great options there, um, can kind of stand on their head. They, uh, they got a chance, but I think that'll be their only chance. Yeah. One quick thing I wanted to say, I noticed in this game, in uh, game one here, 
especially was man Sorokin kicks out a shit ton, like a shit yeah. ton, like boots him out the other side, like those things are fly flying out like almost every time. I was like pretty surprised, and then it kind of happened all night. And it, like you saw, there's like many many scrambles in this game where it's just and he, and like he's there for most of them. But I don't know if they got to be that hard or like it, yeah. it really looks like he redirects it, like almost like almost like a shot from the blue line just a dump in on net. He kicks it to the corner for him. Yeah. It's like you're almost like doing their job for him, dude. Like I don't know, it, like anything really, but that and it flies off him. So I kind of he really boots it out. Like karate kicks that shit out of the net through it on the other side. So yeah. I I kept noticing it, and that's that's one thing where I was like I don't really know. Well, other does. than that, he look he's so quick and long legged, but but holy shit, man! I actually didn't know if something was wrong or what. But I I, th- I think that's just how he plays, or I don't know. But when he's, dude, he's on, those rebounds on. are placed perfectly. Yeah, like they're, it, they're it really looks like he's like trying to do spot. it. Yeah, and like I believe yeah. he's put he's putting it somewhere. But I was kind of like, holy shit, man! Every second thing is a scramble, and like his defense wasn't always helping him either, and the. They, yeah. um, the bees get buzzing in the barn, so can't blame yeah, him too much. I would much say there. he was fighting the puck quite a bit, game one. <clears throat> it just worried me a bit. I like this guy. I want to see more of him, but yeah, I was like, I was like, what? It looks a little shaky. Anyway, that was kind of all I had for the game one, and like pasta looks great as always. Playoff pasta, get a bowl for Eddie every game. Marchand too. Like they elevate their game and fucking Bergy, key faceoffs, two way player. They look so good to me. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No apples in that pasta for for the playoffs. <laughs> no, none. How many Genos? Oh, uh, I don't know. I'm just curious. Sorry. I'm no sure he apples? has some assists. No, he definitely does. Not oh, last I, game though. No, I can't believe that. I was like, Jesus. Um. Yeah. Let's move it over to Tampa. I guess is this uh, see what? Is that all you got for that series? I think it's been one game. Should be a good series. Um. I think I had Tampa Bay in six, seven. Shit. Yeah, Tampa Bay in seven. Tampa, I don't know. Everyone brings their A game against this team, and like rightly, rightly so. You really should. Um, so I just feel like every every time they get a test, especially the second year going for the back to back, it's a real one, and we're gonna see it every every step of the playoffs. It's gonna be these teams bringing their absolute best. They know they're against like elite elite teams. So yeah, I think this one will probably go the distance, but I think Tampa's just designed to win and. They're going to get a hard battle every single night, but, man, they play great. So, yeah, I got Tampa in seven. <clears throat> I, uh, I too, said Tampa in seven. Um, if I'm honest, guys, I'm really not happy with how Tampa's playing. I think their goal-scoring ability came out, and that's why they beat Florida. Um, Florida really just couldn't match the, the overall goal-scoring that they had. Although, they outplayed Tampa hugely. Florida was all over them. And then game one, it was rough, man. Like, it wasn't great. Carolina carried the play quite a bit. Um, Tampa got a couple quick, easy breaks. Man, Goudreau's goal was horrible. Yeah. Uh, Nadell really should have had it. It was so but who, bad. Who should feel worse about that? Like, I, th- I, th- I thought that was an awful, awful goal. But I get it. Like, it was a fast power move, but... Yeah, absolute game changer. Like totally right, and and 
like you can't rely on those right mm -hmm. like those aren't gonna go in every single time so what happens like that doesn't go in maybe they go to overtime maybe carolina scores and wins the game late like if that if that's out i i say carolina at least takes it to overtime maybe wins it in overtime and, and it's a completely different look going into the second game of the series right um yeah i think i think thus far in the playoffs tampa's gotten lucky uh i like them to win the series because of their pedigree i think they they have the composure to get get through a, a hard-fought seven game series with a really good carolina team um i honestly i think it comes down to goaltending again it just shows you that one goal like if that happens once every two or three games like that's that's two or three games in a series that you're winning uh instead of maybe it going the other way and that's a that's a big deal and vass is, has looked great like i said he's he's number one in the playoffs at this point and uh, I think he's got like a 9.5 goals saved above expected. So um, that's that's insane. Like that's that's just unheard of. So yeah, yeah. It, the the last goal was definitely a little bit of a fluke. I think <clears throat> watching it back in slow motion, it looks like Nedeljkovic just trying to trying to get his his foot onto the post and kind of hug the post as Goudreau goes low, and he just he plays it off by two inches, and he ends up sliding yeah. into his own net. And then when he thinks he's got the post, he kind of falls forward because he's grabbing onto nothing, uh, and that just opens up the the along the ice for a, an easy goal. And Goudreau fanned on the shot too, so all in all, just a great shot. Um, I thought he, yeah, I thought he was convinced he was circling around. I thought he was like convinced he was, so he was getting ready to push off the post, like and so his fit wasn't wasn't in position. But and obviously it was very it was a very quick move, like that was a very high speed he did that at. So like the whole That's thing was a little was a little awkward because that, that shot yeah. was weird. It also looked like it had more lift on it and it didn't. It like yeah. just went nice and low. It looked like he was cocking up to go to go high and he shot it off just off his toe. Even seeing him go in, I was yeah. like wrap around, wrap around, wrap around, and then I was like, oh shit, <laughs> like short side shot. So I don't know. I kind of thought he thought the same thing, yeah. but either way, it's a slip up and you can't do that. Yeah, I think. Especially when the playoffs started, but even at the like the preseason, this was the matchup we were like, this is going to be the second round. That's going to be an incredible series, and I mean that hasn't failed like the entire year. Every every time we look at the standings up to the playoffs, we're like, okay, Carolina Tampa is going to be a great series, and I mean game one was was so tight, and and I think it's going to be a great series. I have Tampa in six, um, but I mean anything wouldn't surprise me. These. These teams, these two teams are so evenly matched. I think Brindamore gets these guys absolutely going, and just leaves their entire heart on the ice. And I think, man, I think these two teams are are so good. It's almost like basically like Colorado and 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 Vegas that these two teams are cup favorites for a reason. They just unfortunately have to go through each other on the second round. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I think if Tampa comes out and wins Game Two in Carolina, the series is not over but like it's looking pretty grim for the hurricanes yeah. but if carolina can come out and win game two which i expect them to if i'm honest um then it'll be a hell of a series well yeah that was what i was gonna say just that um first thing i thought when i saw them win 2-1 and the, the time the clock countdown i was like okay they just stole one in carolina i mean the home barn was what i thought was gonna be the main difference in home ice advantage they yeah. just lost that so not to mention they put a lot of doubt in in the fans and the goalie and the with that with that last goal that's not going to feel good. I don't. It's not going to be easy to shake off. Yeah. And like yeah, I don't know. So it might it might be in their head a little. I think that was like a really really ugly ugly way to lose that great game. 
Um, and yeah, we'll see where it goes from there. But winning in Carolina, massive. And I think that defines the series for sure. I don't think Carolina has that luck in Florida. Nope. Yeah, it'd be mm. a great series. Next series? Yeah, Colorado Vegas. We kind of jumped into it a little bit off the hop, but um, I can start this one. Um, yeah. Based on the stat that I provided for the, the, the Winnipeg one of how teams who get swept basically have never beat a team that goes to seven, uh, I picked Vegas in seven. Um, just because, not that I didn't trust the Avs, but I think missing Kadri against a deep team like Vegas would hurt them. Um, not having that second line center, who's like a bona fide two C, um, and at the probably the top higher tier of two Cs, uh, I think that would really hurt the Avs against Vegas because they they can just roll four lines, pin you deep at any time. I think you need that depth. But yeah, I had Vegas in seven. I I mean, we saw game one. And I'm a diehard ass fan, so I I think the Avs hopefully will take it now. But just before the series started, I I had a bit of doubt in them, just like I did against St. Louis. Fair. Uh, I went with Colorado in six. Um, yeah, I mean I I did not expect the showing in game one that uh, we had from Colorado. Like they fucking blew the doors off. Uh, oh, we haven't even touched on it, but fucking why? Like, I get, I get you want to rest Flurry, but man, Robin Leonard did not look good. Um, I was gonna, that I was gonna a, jump with that right after Ty's prediction. Yeah, that was yeah. a that was a big, 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 big mistake uh, by Pete DeBoer. I mean, obviously resting Flurry could potentially be valuable, but you just lost all, all your momentum in this series. Like, you're so deflated now. Um, so to get that back is gonna take a lot. Uh, I think Flurry definitely could have helped. I don't know if he would have helped to the point where maybe Vegas could have won. Um, but, yeah, this Colorado team, man, they, they're just on a whole nother level. McKinnon looks fucking fire. He's ready to go. Uh, he wants a cup. You could tell he's he's fired up and ready for it. And the, and the boys are just uh, coming around him, right? Like, <clears throat> obviously, Landis Cog's the captain, but who do you really look at when you think of leaders there? Like, Landis Cog's probably the captain, the leader in the room, and McKinnon's the leader on the ice, man. He's going to... He's going to bring it every single fucking night, and you're seeing that in the playoffs. And he's he's up there with guys like fucking Gretzky, Lemieux, uh, some other guy I've never heard of, Messier, for, like, points per game in the playoffs. And it's it's just it's a whole other level. And really, if I'm honest, like, how do you bet against him? You can't. There's no way. Yeah, I'm going to use that same thing that I said last time. Um, I think at the start of the start of the hosers panel this guy looks possessed he he did last year the way he the way they lost the way he was unstoppable the whole run the way they like washed everybody they went through and the way that you knew that the next year you could see it in his eyes and the way he was playing you knew if he didn't get it that year the job was not done and he was coming back the next year better and harder and it did like whether his team was or not that guy's on his own mission he's like got straight up Etchkinized. That he that cop is coming for sure. And you see it. Uh what, what did I have them? I had him in six or seven? Six. Set six. Yep. I had him in six. Um <laughs> they're they're too fucking good, man. And also, uh, when was game seven for Vegas? It was in Friday. Absolute, absolute, so it was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, Friday, so sorry, Friday I, night. 
Yeah, so what was the difference? They, Two days, the, just like yeah. Friday, Sunday. Yeah. I don't know, man. Fucking rest them. You're playing against a team that just swept another team, got a week and a half off. You think they're going to have rust? No, the Colorado Avalanche. They're probably going to come at you so hard that I would be surprised walking into that barn if I was going to win If I was going to win game one with a tired team against a fully rested team that is like to- totally confident and sure. So I don't know if there's any debate for do we play Robin Leonard who... You don't, I mean, you don't know if he's going to be bad or not. It, it doesn't look, it didn't look great. But at the same time, you also don't know how Flurry feels. I don't think it's that crazy that they didn't play him. I thought it was a little weird. Sure, like, I don't, and he didn't look good. I also thought, why don't they switch him out? But I've also, like, I mean, a lot of guys, if you're going to go with a guy on one night, or maybe the guy really needs the rest, we, I, we don't know the whole story. I didn't think it was the craziest thing. Especially, like, man, fuck. Vegas and Colorado are the two, like, number one, like, in that scenario, on a home ice, game one with all that rest, I wouldn't, like, that's not a game. That's that's going to be the hardest game ever, dude. So, I don't know. I don't think it's the craziest thing to see them. I, uh, I, yeah, I definitely think... series. I definitely think hindsight's twenty twenty with how poor Leonard played. Um, but I also don't understand why sitting... Like it's the playoffs. Like goal, you see goalies like just go balls to the wall like every game. Like there's a reason why teams like split like sixty forty in the regular season, and then a goalie plays the entire postseason. And it's not like Vegas had onslaughts of Minnesota pressure. Um, they face he faced twenty shots in Game Seven, twenty four in Game Six, and man, I don't I don't know I don't understand the the sitting of Flurry there. Yeah, um, it really doesn't make sense um it's not gonna make a difference like flurry playing game one or sitting game one makes no difference to him 100 percent. as as a goalie like growing up like if i uh, playoffs came around and i played every game for the one or two years that i was there um and whether i were to sit one game and then maybe like we never had back to back so it was always like a game and then a break and then a game um if i was to sit one game and then play another game like it it wouldn't make any difference your adrenaline's going you're pumped up you're in the net like you're ready to go there it makes no difference to flurry to sit one game i get it maybe if you throw leonard in he plays unreal and then all of a sudden you can rest flurry maybe two games um but at the same time, you risk Flurry losing that confidence and that mojo that he's got going into the second round. Um, like, if I'm honest, I'm a little bit worried about Flurry going in game two. Like, the the Avs look so good, and Flurry's got no momentum with his team at all. Yeah, he won the the first round series against Minnesota, but like, that's the wild. That's yeah, exactly. It's scary, man. This Avs team is relentless. I can't think of any other goalie that's probably been in this situation more, though. You're fighting for your spot. You're in Pittsburgh. You're on this great team. You've been there forever. You've been their guy. And they didn't even choose him. Like, this guy's yeah. been here before. He's got no problem being sat in the playoffs. Like, And, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it's... It's kind of whatever, man. They got two goalies. Like, they didn't even know who was going into the playoffs being the starter, did they? Not like, really. I don't no, even no. think it was that definitive. So, like, no. I don't, like, it's just giving a guy a shake. I think not bringing him out was the weirdest part for me. Because it was quite early that you could kind of tell the game was very lopsided. But then, I, it's, again, it's the abs factor. Like, you can almost say the same thing in Vegas. If you got absolutely lit up by Vegas in two periods, it's like, I don't know, do you need to switch your goaltender? Like, is that going to, the, the yeah. barn is fucked. 
If it's like, really for the, rest, then yeah, just yeah. sit him the third period again, and then he's he then he's actually rested. But I mean, and the same kind of goes like you said. Flurry is not gonna be is not gonna change Flurry at all. No. This decision didn't change the game. No. Like unless Flurry posted a shutout and was exactly. incredible, Vegas didn't come out to play. And I think it's a mix of Vegas just being the inferior team a little bit, and I think it's just the Avs defense was very solid. Yeah. Also, that's not a barn you I come think... back in. It's not. No. When they get ahead of you, you're buried. Yeah. In that, in that place, it's it starts being you against them, and then it's you against like eighteen thousand real fast, like. And so, or whatever is in there right now. So I don't know. I I think it's a it's a battle of home ice in this, and who can steal one away? But man, come on, Avs look nuts. Avs look nuts. Reeves, want to talk about Reeves? No, yes. I want to talk oh. about Flurry one more time. Go. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. The the Golden Knights were up three one against the Wild. If you're gonna rest Flurry, rest him in game five. Five. Throw Leonard in there, see if he can do anything. If they lose, fucking go back to Flurry. Yep. They lost two game five and game six to bring to game seven, right? So they had two nights where, like, if they lost, they were still in the fucking playoffs. Rest them then. You don't need to rest them first game against an abs team that is lethal. You know is lethal, and it obviously didn't pay off. I don't know. I'm not what the coach. You- I'm. It's, it's his decision, but. But like, what? What if you just think like it's? I mean, who's ever gonna want to think like this? But what if you just think you're gonna get lit up? It's like, why don't we just see see the deck, see what they do? I know our goalie's gonna get chased out of the net. Whoever's fucking in there. So why don't we just give the other guy a shot? If he wows us, he's got a shot. If not, Flurry gets a rest. And either way, pretty sure we get the L. Like, I mean, it just realistically, that that's pretty much what it is. Like, I don't want to quote that fucking, what is that, Switzerland coach who's like, I'm not going to tell my guys we're going to win. We're not going to win like, against Team Canada. Yeah. But, like, I, yeah, you're never going to say it. But, I mean, that, that's what this move told me. I see Leonard in that game one. It's like, okay, they're not confident they're going to win this game. So they're trying yeah. Leonard out. If Leonard wows them, sure. If he doesn't, they lose it. They're going to anyway. I mean, if anything, you, hopefully you get Colorado to bless their nut on you. And, oh, ooh, that sounded awful. And then... And then you take them out in the third period when it's like no holds barred. And that's what they did. They just go out there to hurt people in the third period because they're already down six goals. And I also want to talk about, I know I know what this run means to Avalanche. I know what they've been through in the past 10 years. Man, those guys would have gotten nine or 10 goals if they could have, dude. And, and like none of these goals were bad either. Do you think Leonard let in too many bad ones? They were all snipe shows, backhand, cheddar bobs, like... It was disgusting all around. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I knew. End of the second period, that McKinnon goal. I was like, this is going to be fucked. Third period is going to be gross. The first guy I was looking at was Ryan Reeves. I was like, people are going to be doing stupid shit. And, like, yeah, it got messy real fast. I don't know if it's the smartest thing to rack up the score like that. Fuck them. It's the playoffs. I anybody, know it's the anybody playoffs. Anybody can come back from anything. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, might as well pepper them, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they, we'll get into the end of the game, but they were really passing the puck a lot more than they needed to at, at the end when it was like 6-1, 7-1. They were like, let's yeah, just, let, yeah, let's just Leave kill the sleeping. clock here. Leave him sleeping. Um, Don't wake him up. Yeah, fucking Ryan Reeves. So it, it's not even, it's like, uh, it's not only it's like a blowout game, but in the second period, Ryan Graves absolutely demolishes Matthias Janmark. I think the only thing wrong with the hit was maybe a couple tenths of a second too late. 
Yeah. He just dropped the puck back, and Graves come in from the front and just steamrolls him. Yanmark noticed him at the very last second. Um, and I mean, from there, he, him not getting penalized, with, or he got, what, two for interference or something, um, which I think is fair. It wasn't a dirty hit. It was just a, you know, a bit of a late hit. Unfortunate result for Yanmark, but I mean, keep your head up, trolley tracks. And I think it's just it's just such bogus shit from Vegas. Like, you you knew it all along. What's gonna happen is they instantly started taking runs at at Graves. Like even after, as soon as he got out of the box, they go into a scrum into the corner. The Graves isn't even in the play. Whistle's gone ten seconds, and some guy just comes over and cross checks him. Like it's so unnecessary. Like we, it's so expected. And then yeah, the third period comes out and. And Ryan Reeves, who's just salt of the earth, comes out and, and he cross-checks Grubauer in the neck. Then he sees Graves, so he's like, perfect, I'm going to go attack him. Jumps him, takes him down, starts like kneeing him in the head. The line he's like holding him, thinking that, you know, any sane human being would, would let up and kind of go out of there. But Ryan Reeves is still going to fucking town on him. And the line he's like holding him there just to basically look like he's doing a job while like half of a line brawl comes out. Ryan Reeves takes a five match match penalty, two for roughing against Grubauer, two for roughing against Graves, and the Avs get a nine-minute power play. Fucking hilarious. After about like eight guys get tossed for ten-minute misconducts. I think, yeah, it's, I mean, I, I tweeted about it, but I think like it was the most expected shit from this team. Like, I honestly, in my opinion... I think if Ryan Reeves had the talent of Tom Wilson and the speed of Tom Wilson and the actual hockey IQ to know where to be in the right place, he would be the most deadly player of all time. He consistently takes runs at dude. Like, game seven, he cross-checked Ryan Suter from behind into the post. No call. Could have, you know, could have got suspended for maybe two games or something, one game. Like, he just continues to get away from it because he doesn't have these huge open ice hits like Tom Wilson because he doesn't have the ability and the hockey, like, the hockey sense and the skating to be able to get into those places to cause that damage. But 100%, yeah. if he was able to do that, like, everything he does is in the corners, elbows, hits to the head along the boards, shit in front of the net, and it's just, like, because that's the only place he can actually catch up to somebody mm-hmm. is when, the, when, there's, when they're standing in front of him. Pretty soon, there will not be a place in this league for him, I would say. Like, well, this like is the same get, thing as Wilson. It's, well, it's kind of, it, it, is it is and it isn't. But th- there's a line, and these guys continuously cross it. And, like, yeah. so you can't be like, oh, well, they're a little skilled, so they're allowed to do that because they're big and shit, too. It's like, no. no, dude, everyone on the same criteria. I mean, it's, it's fucked. It's actually really uncool. And there's obviously going to be players like that. There has been since forever and they're fading away but they're not going like people still have them every third or fourth team has a couple goons in there even if they just get called up a couple games like everyone's got them and i just sorry I should, i'm sorry for cutting you off the refs oh, are always watching this shit this yeah. is another great example of how what was the last time like oh, two weeks ago i was like man everyone's oh it's wilson i was like everyone's fucking sitting there watching this that refs got their hands in their hips this time they're kind of dealing with two dudes but there's like four refs can we get like can we get help? Because the reason we have people beating people up and going crazy and getting goons on their team is because like these guys are all in wrestling matches for like four fucking minutes. Like there's almost like, this is how line brawls break out too, because no one's breaking it up. 
and things getting out of hand. And the reason you get people like Ryan, like Ryan Reeves is so this doesn't happen. So people are scared of you. And so they can pull them off your main guys. People like, I, there was like scare skate blades going around in this one. And I was like, man, this is like, it doesn't yeah. look good. And so I don't know. I don't, I, the refs really pissed. I don't get it. Like, how can you not handle the situation? See it coming a mile away. We all could end of the second period. And then this shit happens. And it's like, it's like, wh- where are, like, wh- what are we paying everybody for? What, what we got five guys there for? And all these dudes are fighting and they're with all this money and everyone's going to get hurt and suspended after this. I just don't, I think it's really weird. Yeah. <sighs> I have two things. One, Sorry. just to, no, that's okay. Touch on like the Tom Wilson, Ryan Reeves thing. Like I, Tom Wilson's a much better player. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think that there's a place in the league for his, um, oversized bruteness where he just throws people around at no judgment and fucking hurts people like that's that's a problem obviously it needs to be dealt with but the fact that he can skate the fact that he can put the puck in the net is a big um advantage for him and he'll be in the league for a long time ryan reeves does nothing but like mike said fucking like cheap shot people elbows into the face like cross check into the post like bullshit like that at some point he's gonna be too slow there's not going to be a market for him. In Man, this... he already is too slow. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, 100%. Agreed. Number well, two. Um, oh, shit. What were you talking about? The refs? Yeah, I just think there's too many refs staying around when there's like 10 guys oh, fighting for like five yeah, minutes. Yeah, got it. I got it. So, Stupid. Ty, after the second period, you're like, oh, it's 6-1. This is going to get really dirty really quick in the third period if, if nothing happens. The refs then have the choice to immediately grip their whistles harder, call the game as tight as they possibly can to deter any anybody from getting hurt. Ryan Graves is hurt. Is he still hurt? He's not going to play, right? Uh, he's fine. He, he actually oh, returned to the game. He was back in the game oh. like, yeah. two shifts later, yeah. Okay, well, never mind. Stuff if he was hurt and he I don't was even know why really they played bad. him. They should have just let him sit. It's just yeah. target can, just comes back, but yeah. Totally. Um. But if he was hurt, say he was hurt and he is not able to play, or or say uh, like something like what happened to Panarin happened in in a game like this, mm-hmm. um, that is one hundred percent onus on the refs, not because they couldn't break up the play, but because they let the play get to that point. Reeves, Reeves snapped because he wasn't being held accountable for his actions on the ice. Yeah, he got a nine minute penalty, but it, like it's just ridiculous. And if you're gonna let um, players run around like that and not call penalties on them earlier in the game, then it's going to get out of hand. And the refs had an opportunity to loosen it up uh, by, or like lighten the game up by calling penalties closer. Anyways, that's just my thought. I feel like they're almost safer just dropping mitts. Like these scrambles are just seem crazy to me. They seem so wild. And like, I feel like if, if anything, if it takes one second or like one snap of a guy like, Reeves to do something really crazy and like seriously the benches are clear I like I, I did that got weirder and weirder I was like that's way too much wrestling for like way too long and then like even even Reeves they don't get him off the fucking guy forever that's what I'm saying like, they, like the ref just held ever. on to him thinking he's both just of them back both off. sides yeah. both sides they're like fucking gonna like I don't even gonna king's chair him like I and then people are fucking flopping around beside him and, and like, uh, seriously, skates are going everywhere. I seriously thought someone was going to get stabbed. First thing I thought. And then, and then like, after, there's, like, a nine-minute penalty, and it's like, I don't know. What does that do? I mean, the best thing you do is one team's passing around the whole time, but 
I don't know. I just, I just really, I feel like when I used to, like, they used to break these up more. Like, I really think they're standing around watching it. Because it's good for TV, or I don't know why. But, because they think it's, like, just an after-the-whistle, like, kerfuffle. And they're just, like, it's going to be good for TV, and that's it. But I, I don't, I don't get it. And, like, it's on some stupid hit, too. It's, like, settling down way sooner. I just, like. Yeah, like, like, instantly into the third period. I think it was, like, 30 seconds into Gray's first shift. Two of their fourth liners like went barring at him in the corner. One dude hit him in the shoulder. The other one came and hit him up, hit him up high, and it's like, well, this is like you, instantly you give that guy two for hitting to the head, and that settles at least some of it down, right? Like it, yeah. it's just, it's just it just snowballed. And um, like one of my favorite abs writers, he's he's usually pretty mellow headed about everything, especially on Twitter, because you know like he he's got NHL credentials and all that kind of stuff, so he, you know he doesn't want to get in the heat of the moment a little bit too much and, 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 and cause any jeopardy. But he was spitting fucking incredible. Like, it was all true. Um, I can actually find the tweet AJ? here. AJ Hayfley, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me just find it here. He said, uh, Ryan Reeves can fuck all the way off. Uh, they've been mad about the Graves hit on Yanmark all game and kept waiting until after the whistle to get after him. Now he's hurt. Great game management, you colossal dipshits. Yeah, man. <laughs> It's so true, though. It's 100% brutal, true. Man. It's brutal. Like, like this is a series we're all Graves, looking forward to. Yeah. And this is how it's playing out, game one. You give Graves a penalty for that, for that first hit on Yanmark. It slows everything down. They did. Everything. They, they did? Yeah. It was two minutes, didn't they? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. Sorry. Two minutes interference. My bad. Uh, and then they also had matching minors on the same play because of a little, little kerfuffle after the play. Plus, like, I know, you got to think these teams who who get these goons who are going to be down in the series maybe aren't confident in the series. And plus, and plus it goes on all game, and it's a blowout, and they want to give everyone something more to fight for next time. Like, you know, especially because it kept happening in, the, in this third period, that the coach is in on it. That, you know, go get them. Like, you know, come on, fourth line, Graves. Like, it's got to be. He doesn't not see it. 100%. But, yeah. So I I think that's kind of where it gets weird too because we're in game one, and like this just can't get out of hand. This just can't get a lot worse, especially if if it just turns into an absolute blowout and Vegas keeps taking it to another level. I think this can get so out of hand so fast. Oh well, yeah, like yeah. I, if that was if that was a star player, that shit would have been fucked. If that was like McKinnon, Rantanen, Landeskog, any of those guys. Like it, that shit, especially in that barn, it would have been crazy. And I even think they could get carried away in Vegas. I really don't want it to get out of control. This should be really good hockey. They got beat one night. They put in the backup basically. Like it should, they should move on from there. But I, I just think they should break up the fights, man. I don't yeah. know how they let them go for that long. There's a, there's a complete difference from setting the tone and targeting. Mm-hmm. Like totally two different things. Setting the tone. Yep perfectly fine you know you 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 throw a little bit extra body uh, after a guy passes the puck in the last 10 minutes to try and spark your boys for next game perfect but like when it's one dude getting smoked around anytime he touches the puck and then like in front of the net he's getting punched and fucking your goalie's getting cross-checked and all that shit like there's no need for any of that especially when your team has put out a porous effort like vegas did um and just hot off the press here uh, the NHL is now terming what Ryan Reeves did as roughing and misconduct. Reference to intent to injure has been removed. Oh. So he's probably going to get one game, I would be my guess. Yeah. And 
you know, like, fuck all the way off. Like, he could be suspended twice at least in these postseason. And even, like, in the second intermission, I'm just like, okay, boys, like, this game's over. Let's just get to the next game healthy. Because yeah. that's, like, the number one thing going through the mind. Like, this team has enough skill to beat anybody. But, like, I just want them to be healthy. If they make it to next round, I don't want them to be eight guys injured. Because, um, like, even that uh, that one play with, I think it was Pacioretty, was, like, had, oh. the, had the puck in the corner and Sam Gerard went to go hit him. Yeah, and he just, like, yeah. clapped back and smoked him in the head. And then the ref, thinking it was high-sticking... Gave him four, four minutes for high sticking, and then because it wasn't exactly high sti- high sticking, they took he the penalty nothing, fully right? away. Yeah, that's what I kept saying. I was like, "Well, it's not high sticking, but he got fucking smacked." <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, "Yeah, the penalty's been taken off." And I was yeah. like, "What do you mean taken off, dude? The guy's fucking like obliterated." Yeah, and Patrick, like, just an absolute tank, and he's just too fucking tall. Yeah. Like but magic, I mean, but same yeah. time, that's that's a fucking shoulder to the dome. Anyway, you look at it, like you look. You imagine yeah. like being the refs. You're looking at that hit in slow motion on an iPad, yeah. thinking, you know what? Because it's not the penalty we called. That's not a penalty. We're just gonna play on. <laughs> nothing, nothing we can do about it. it. It's just the uh, yeah. Fuck. I I hope. Uh, I mean, there's nothing the Avs can do. It's not like they're a fighters team, and they're. They're gonna win the games. There's nobody, yeah. There's nobody to like, like. There's nobody that's an even comparison to Ryan Reeves. Where if they both sit in the five minute box, the Avs come up with the advantage, right? Like even Evander Kane was tweeting like they shouldn't suspend him. They should make him play twenty minutes a game. Like everybody knows he's fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. They, um, you nailed it there with the. uh, Fuck, train of thoughts completely gone. Intent, intent, and. No. Fuck. High sticking. Gonzo. I didn't nail anything. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That yeah. that uh, that compliment has something. just that compliment is fully just uh, revoked. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we we we've reviewed what, the what play. Did there's uh, a. <laughs> yeah. All, there's man. actually no. There's nothing yeah. you nailed there. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I played it through in my head. And... <laughs> I actually disagree on everything. <laughs> man. Yeah. It's it. If if everything goes well and like the actual hockey gets played, it it's it should be such a good series. Yeah, but like I, keep I the remember. bullshit out of it and fucking. I mean, if you're gonna just keep running, dudes, the Avs are gonna keep winning seven one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remembered what I was gonna say. Oh, okay. Uh, you nailed it with what Vegas should have done. They should have come out. They should have thrown the body, focused on the clean hits. Uh, kept the game clean, like not taking any stupid penalties. Not like you're trying to fucking injure somebody, but just get your team going. Like they've been yeah. flat-footed, shitty all game. Just get them hyped up and momentum. And Reeves fucking throwing Graves to the ground and like kneeing him in the head and yeah. all this shit. Cross-checking Grubauer into the net, like in the neck. It's that's not gonna help. Like it's not gonna make Vegas come out next game and try and play hockey because that's yeah. not exciting. That's not motivating that's just stupid i do think there's a mentality out there of people who are like who are like fuck we're down we got six you know we got more games like go out there and bang them just fucking bang. like honestly like five grand on so and so i I seriously think that's what i was looking at because it didn't make any sense and there was like no effort to play hockey it was just like none like going through the motions and then hard in the fucking corners and hard in the scrums every time and like i don't know yeah they got to play hockey, that's for sure. 
We're, I, th- I think we're going to see what, what this series will be like when we go to Vegas. I don't think we see anything different even with Flurry in that next game. It might be a little different, like two goals less, but I think we see pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I agree. But honestly, I think if they were ever going to turn it around, it's the two straight games at home. The barn, they could full do it. Full barn now. They, they oh, yeah, that's right. They're the capacity. first ones, aren't yeah. they? Oh, fuck. Jesus. Um, yeah, full barn. If I think Colorado that would be nuts, steals but... one game in Vegas, it's done. Oh, to- oh totally. That first game will be will tell us everything we need to know, I think. I Vegas. think, like, even against Minnesota, like, Vegas' offense just hasn't been there this playoffs. Like, aside no. of game seven, maybe one other game, like, they, they failed to put the puck in the net. And I think... I mean, doing that against the the talented Avs defense, like they're not a physical defense, but they are such a good, um, active stick team. Like there, there was an article like a day after they swept the Blues about how it's a red flag for the Avs because they don't hit. It's like they never didn't have the puck against the Blues, but like they, it's such the the new age of defense, and I think like a lot of a lot of people just kept denying that you could do that with three, four, five puck moving defensemen, uh, and nobody to there to like lay the boom essentially like Nikita Zadorov was there for a while and like oh what's gonna happen with Zadorov not being there and man like bringing in Taves and having McCard Gerard even like Timmins to a little less extent these guys are all such good playmakers and puck movers and but they don't lose any of that ability in the defensive end like they're they're one of the best net front teams of limiting shots from the inside slot as well as getting pucks away from like rebounds for inside slots and they don't have any huge defensemen on their team to like move the puck out of the way. They all have just really good sticks, really good IQ, and their awareness is off the charts. And if I mean, if they gotta throw a hit, Makar will fucking blow somebody up. But like, they, it's such a well-rounded defense. Like, if your offense is gonna falter against these guys, it's you have no hope. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Grubauer looks solid too. Yeah, he hasn't uh, he hasn't faltered. Uh, not once. Not not once. Basically, this uh, this postseason yeah. so far. I definitely I definitely think it's the Av series to lose. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Cool. Uh, um, what else we got, fellas? Anything? I don't think so. Yeah, we're gonna have like what, <laughs> fucking two all the series be done next time we're talking or what? Yeah, it's just nice to finally <laughs> record a podcast mid and av season, ad mid yeah. av's round. Fucking two <laughs> weeks ago was before they even started. Last week they already finished, and I'm just I'm just happy. <laughs> Fuck, I'm going to going to go burn all my Vegas stuff that I have. A couple of pairs of socks nice. and a hat. And oh my god, fellas, whatever you do, enjoy that game tonight. Hold on to your potatoes for that one, man. Yeah, it should be. <laughs> Should be a great game seven. Hopefully it's not a bust like the other one was, but I can't I can't see how it is. Uh... They just keep blowing leads too. Like fuck it, you can't make anyone more nervous. Like they blow every lead. Yeah. What they're I'm telling you, they're gonna be up three one third period. Fucking five three. I was gonna say hundred percent. Toronto scores the first goal, and that yeah. might be the only thing they score. Biggest smile you ever see on anyone's face, yeah. and then it's gonna be the worst faces ever in like twenty five minutes. They'll score the first goal. Shut her down. Montreal will score two in like the second and third, early third. Toronto will score a garbage goal, like 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 bulldoze the net, like ba- basically push Carey Price into the net, just to tie it, go to overtime, and then Montreal will score like ten minutes in. That's my 
That's my predictions. Man, every goal in that series has been like like ninety percent of the goals have been net front five hacks and like yeah, <laughs> it's just just plumber uh, goals exactly. Just, Corey Perry putting his his stick in the garbage can because they need some garbage goals. Like that's yeah. fucking beautiful. What did I tell you, boys? Start of the season, Corey Perry be the fucking game changer. Not in all the best ways, but he sure as shit was. <laughs> Not in the best ways. <laughs> through and through, it. that guy's fucking all. He's got his dirty nose all the step every step of the way. Dirty nose. Right, yeah. bastard. <laughs> the way the way the Leafs like give to their fans, there's no chance Montreal blows this game out. That's that that's too easy of a loss for Leafs fans, right? Yeah. They yeah, they true. need a little bit of turmoil, a little bit of heat. A little bit of a little bit of excitement and success early on to to really just come crashing down. <laughs> Do you predict yeah, the good. scores tonight? I, I'm saying five three. We, we Absolutely. Did. Okay, we, we did, did for all. The, I don't know if we yeah. did just the scores or if we did just. Okay, we did. My bad. <laughs> all right, that's it then. That's everything. I think that's everything. We finished round one. I think so. Started round two. Maybe. Predictions for game seven. Oh my Lanza boys, playoffs are booming. Love it. Round two is going to be so hot. good. And then yeah, dude. We get the excitement of, and then teams get to play other teams next round, guys. They get to play <laughs> other teams. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Teams they haven't played Christ. in a year and a half. <laughs> that would be so interesting. Oh, New York-Boston, too? Fuck. Here we go. Yeah, game two tonight as well. Oh, man. One of those shitty ones, though. Four and 4.30. God bless. Thanks for that one. <laughs> Last night was a dream. Two five, and five and seven or whatever. Fuck. Was it two? Two and five. Yeah. Holy hell, is really. Yeah, but it was great. Yeah, it was good. One game. Was perfect one game started. Yeah. Half hour pee break. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, a little bit of food to mix <laughs> in there. A couple beers and. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect. All right, Alrighty, I'm about fellas. ready to call it. Go, go watch some hockey, boys. I don't know about you. Yeah, I think that's a. Uh, I'll do her. Thanks for listening, everybody. That was a. Uh, was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Playoff edition. Beautiful. Go Bolts. See Smell you later. Smell you Fuck later. Fuck Vegas. <laughs> nice.